It is with great joy that we welcome all of you who are here. Today is the first day that we have opened the shrine because we were celebrating all the masses in St. Faustina Center, which is larger, accommodates more people, and most of the other masses were outdoors. But today is a great joy because we can have this mass here at the shrine as well. There are three things I'd like to speak to you about today based on our readings and also on the fact that we honor Our Lady in a special way. So first of all, from the book of Sirach, today is the 51st chapter of the book of Sirach, and today we'll con con conclude the readings from, from the Sapiatial literature. It's a book of wisdom. And what we say today about Sirach is kind of summary of who he was, what he did, and today, as our concluding work by Sirach, he reflects on who he is himself and why, why he did the things that he did. So in the first, first place, Book of Sirach was written sometimes uh, in a, about 180 years before the birth of Christ was published then. It was written in Hebrew. The, the one we know as Sirach was a great, an incredible, wise man, man of God who lived in Jerusalem. But his work was published in Hebrew, but subsequently his grandson published it in Greek in Alexandria about 140 and became an extremely important book because it was a witness of the gospel written in Greek, whisper, I should say, the witness of, of the word of God, which is the Old Testament, to the, to the Hellenic world, to people who did not speak Hebrew, but understood Greek. And so in the 51 chapters in the book of Sirach, um, he gives witness, Sirach gives witness to all the elements of the faith. As, a, as was revealed by God from Genesis all throughout the Old Testament. And so he speaks about God, about the need to believe in him, about our trust in him, a reliance on him. He also speaks of how men and women of God can live faithfully in the environment and context where they live. He spoke of common things, wisdom that he acquired from various, various sources as to be a wisdom in a relationship to what friendship means, what fidelity means, what, how, how men and women are to live in an environment, home environment, and all those things that he wrote were so, so influential, they were so powerful for the, uh, for the men and women of God living in a second century before Christ, who understood primarily Greek. And so today, in this book, he himself gives witness. He was able to accomplish all these things and says, I thank the Lord and I praise him. I bless the name of the Lord because when I was young and innocent, God gave me the grace to seek his wisdom. I sought wisdom openly in my prayer. So he prayed for wisdom. How many young people, how many children today can be invited, pray for wisdom? Pray for God's blessing. Pray for, for, for God's grace so that you may become wise in things of God. 
You know, remember how the father of John Paul II, he says to his son when he was just a child, he says, pray to the Holy Spirit every day. He gave him a prayer. Pray to the Holy Spirit so that he may give you wisdom and knowledge and understanding. In the same way today in the book of Sirach, we hear this. So pray. When I was young, I began to, 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 to seek wisdom, opening my prayer. So I prayed. I prayed for her before the temple. So in temple in Jerusalem, and I will seek her until the very end of my life. God's wisdom, God who is wisdom itself, God who instructs us, guides us what we are to be, what we are to do. And then, and then he says, and, and my heart delighted in her. My heart delighted, which means when I begin to look at God, because wisdom is a revelation of God, is how God reveals himself. When you look, whether we look, uh, you know, the Old Testament or Genesis or Exodus, or we look at the, the prophets or the Psalms or the other works, this is where wisdom comes. And this is when he says, I sought wisdom, which means I looked into the Old Testament, I look into scriptures, God's word addressed to me. I sought and God gave me the, the great understanding of how I am to be. My feet kept to the level path because from earliest youth, I was familiar with it, which means I followed it. I began to follow what God was giving me through the instruction. And in short time, I paid heed. I met with great instruction, since in this way I, was, I, I have profited. I received so many blessings from it. And so I want to give, give thanks to the teachers I had, the teacher above all, the teacher who is God himself, the one who instructs us. Through the through the through the book through the through the Bible, my soul was tormented in seeking her. You know, sometimes it was not that simple. Sometimes it was hard to really grasp and understand the secrets of 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 the that which are contained, the secrets and promises which are contained in the scriptures. But but I kept on. I directed my soul to this wisdom. And in, in cleanness, I attained to her. And so we hear this, this, this person, this man of God, when he wrote down all the things that he acquired from reading scriptures, from reading and, and understanding things, also from being open to seeking wisdom, you know, through others, that he was able to accomplish his task. And so today, as a conclusion of his work, he's thanking God. I thank you, Lord, and I praise you because you have given me that gift of wisdom. Now, the second aspect today is from our gospel. And it is an interesting moment here because we see that the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders approach Jesus. He is in Jerusalem. He came to Jerusalem uh, before, the, before the, uh, the feast of Passover. So he is uh, on the Sabbath day, and as you remember, you know, the St. Mark describes in very concrete way what the Lord Jesus was doing. So he's, he's on the Sabbath day, then he goes to, to see uh, the, his, his friends, Mar Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. Uh, he comes back to Jerusalem. As you know, uh, are, the people honor him at that time. They wish to call him king. Um, then he goes and the next day, which is Tuesday, he goes and cleanses the temple. And, and on Wednesday, the chief priests 
the scribes and the elders confront him. They are confronting him. And they're saying, by what authority are you doing what you're doing? By what authority are you coming to, to the temple and, and cleansing it in a sense of turning the money changers and as you remember the, you know, the, the scene from, from Jerusalem. And so they're confronting him. They're confronting him because it's not only that, but they already confronted him before. Uh, by, author, by what authority you're doing this on the Sabbath, curing on the Sabbath, why, by what, what authority? And so they wanted to embarrass him before the people. There were many, many people already. They're all gathering before the, before the feast of Passover. They're from every place and they're trying to embarrass him. They're trying to put him down. And so they're questioning him open, by what authority you're doing this? And, 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 and so, because they want to show that they're the ones who are in charge. And, and they're basically accusing him that you know, Lord Jesus is doing these things by Beelzebub or by, by the hand of the evil one. But, but Jesus, in that wisdom that he has, you know, the divine wisdom, because he is the son of God. And so he asks them a question. He says, before I, before you, before I answer you the question by what authority, I'll ask you. And he asks him a question that makes it very difficult for them because he says, was John's baptism of heavenly of human origin? And of course, they're afraid. If they say John's baptism was by heavenly, then why didn't you accept him? Why didn't you accept him? And if they say of human, then they're afraid of people because their authority uh, will, be, uh, will be questioned if they say it was only of human origin. So you see, the Lord ask them because the Lord asked them because they, the Lord wants them to be authentic because they're, they're hypocritical. They know, they know, they know that no one can do this work because as we know from, 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 uh, from uh, Nicodemus uh, who came to Jesus, he was one of the leaders, the elders of the, of, of the, of the Jerusalem church. And he says, we know that no one can do such great things, these wondrous healings, Exposing of uh, expulsion of of, 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 of of the evil one, uh, no one can do these things unless he is a man of God, and so not all of them, not all the elders, not all of the chief priests were of the same same uh, same uh, same profile as these who came to confront him, because they really understood, and others also when they look at John Bap John the Baptist. What was he doing? He was calling people to conversion, conversion of heart, which means that he was a, truly a prophet. But they themselves showed themselves at this very moment that they were not really thinking of God. They were not really attuned to the Lord. And so this is one when Jesus said, I cannot give you because you, you cannot even answer. So they actually embarrassed themselves before the people. They embarrassed themselves because they said, we don't know. You're the leaders. And so the Lord allowed them to come to the recognition of their own uh, evil hearts, their own traps. They understood what happened. And, and in front of the people, when they asked this question, they, they, then, then the people realized that they, these who confronted them, they didn't have the authority. Because, because and, they, and they knew and understood that this Jesus who has done such extraordinary things and including the raising of Lazarus from the dead. This is when the word, word got around that he was able to raise 
from the dead. And so, so, so we have here this, this situation where we know that Jesus, Jesus' authority comes from the Father, that he's doing all things that the Father sent him to do. To what? To forgive sins, to heal, to, uh, to exercise, remove evil from their midst, from their hearts, uh, to cleanse them, even to raise from the dead, to give hope, to give, to give the, 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 the grace to be united with, with the Father again. And so the authority comes from the Lord himself, who is the Lord and Messiah, the Son of God. And finally today, um, you know, the, from the Book of Wisdom, um, because the words today in a special way from the first reading speak of wisdom, we, we want to acknowledge Our Lady during this month of May in a special way uh, under her title, Seat of Wisdom. She's, she is the mother of the Word of God. Jesus is the wisdom of God. He's the Logos. As in the beginning of the Gospel of John, we hear, you know, I, you know in the beginning was the Word, the Logos. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And he's the one who became incarnate. So we honor Our Lady as the seat of wisdom, as the one who, um, from around 10th century, the church began to celebrate her and honor her as being the, the, the wise virgin, the mother of, of, of God himself, the mother of God and whose wisdom. And she is the, 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 the very throne. And she's the very womb into whom, whom wisdom came. She became the mother of, of God. And so from 10th century on, the church honored her as a mother of wisdom or fount of wisdom, but above all, seed of wisdom. And so in the title, Seed of Wisdom, the church celebrates the maternal role of Our Lady, her royal dignity and her incomparable wisdom and prudence in the things of God. So in the first place, you know, we honor her for her maternal role because through the mystery of the incarnate word, wisdom of God became part of our very, very life. We receive the gospel from Jesus, it's the wisdom. We receive the person, Jesus himself, as the incarnation of God's wisdom, that which we seek, which we desire. So uh, we have Our Lady as being, she, she is the, she has a special role to bring forth as the mother, bring forth God's wisdom in flesh. Okay, so that's in the first place. Now, in her royal dignity, uh, because the child sitting in Our Lady's lap is the messianic king, he's the, he's the son of, of the Most High, he's the Lord of glory, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and this kingdom will have no end as we, as we recite the Magnificat where she speaks of Jesus in that way. He is truly the, 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 the Son of God. He's the King. He's the one who visits, visits us. He's the one who has come to us and brings forth his wisdom, wisdom that transforms us, wisdom that makes us wise, wisdom that makes us to be truly sons and daughters of God, filled with knowledge and understanding of his ways, allowing us to, to um, live our faith, allowing us to live our commitment to God.
And finally, uh, she is also the model, model of wisdom and prudence because she is that wise virgin who, um, and prudent virgin who welcomed God's word. As we know, she said yes to him. You know, she's inviting us as well to say yes to him, just like she did by her fiat. Let it be done to me according to your word. And that word is God's wisdom becoming alive. And, and, and not only did she keep that word, that, that, that knowledge in her heart, the knowledge of God's ways as well, but she cooperated with him. She, um, she's also preserving it for us. She wants us to, to share with one another this great knowledge of, of who she is, but also who her son is, because she's always pointing to him. And finally, in terms of our own love for Our Lady during this month of May, you know, there's a, there's a beautiful invitation to us, given to us. And that invitation is that we, in imitation of her, and under her guidance and through her intercession, that we may intercede with one another, that we may pray to the Lord and ask God for his forgiveness, for his mercy for the people of this earth. You know, there's so many wonderful invitations that Our Lady has given to us throughout the centuries, but she's always asking us to pray, to pray for one another, to pray for, to convert, to change our hearts, to listen to the Lord to always be attentive to God's inspirations, inspirations uh, through the Holy Spirit. And so today, one of the inspiration is something like we do it through the prayer of chaplet. You know, we pray the chaplet each day, and what do we pray? Uh, we pray for the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. We are interceding for the whole world. We're asking God's mercy for the whole world. And Our Lady also is asking us the same pray and intercede so that the, the evil which is upon us and even those who do not pray, who do not even know God, who have become estranged from God, that it is through this prayer, united and joined to Our Lady, that we are asking the Father through, you know, through the, the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord Jesus, we ask for forgiveness, for mercy, that we may put a limit on the evil that we may be able to help our brothers and sisters throughout the world to, um, to open our hearts to God and to seek his mercy, forgiveness, bringing forth holiness, bringing forth reconciliation. And so in this way, our world, which is so much affected by sin right now, by brokenness of so many, that we may be able to restore God's creation to union through the sacrifice of Jesus and through the intercession of Our Lady, as well as our own intercession as we pray for another, seeking that we one day may all be in paradise with the Lord. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. 
If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.